Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Greetings, friends, and thank you for joining us here for Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2 for Man in the High Castle. It's here, and it's next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello, and welcome. We're back. It is Season 2. Man in the High Castle. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. We're not at full strength tonight, but we will be in future dates. But I'm not alone. Joined by my lovely co-host. Oh, thank you. Hey, guys, my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And if you are watching this live, we are live in the chat, so feel free to talk with us. And if you're watching this later, comment down below. We want to know what you're thinking about the show. But, reminder, we're only doing episode one and two right now. So, no spoilers, because we're watching them one and two, like two at a time. That's it. It's really hard to resist. Oh, no, believe me. If if I could have watched three Thursday night, I would. But I understand. So, season one of Man in the High Castle. Yes. Oh, I powered through that one. The idea of a Trump presidency was a joke to myself. (laughs) I I can't speak for the world, but to me, like, that was a joke. Yeah. That was him being the Republican nominee wasn't even... They're a, like, oh, yeah, that's not going to be a... Oh, um, shit, that's a real thing. Which is funny, because yeah. Philip K. Dick, who wrote the, the novel this is based off of... Yes. He was he wrote this under the guise that we're already heading... America is already headed into a totalitarian system. Mm, mm-hmm. And for people to see this show as like, oh, we really dodged a bullet there... Maybe missing the point, and I think it's a lot more pertinent now. Oh my goodness, yes. Watching season one, I kind of was like, okay, this is really great and cool, I love it. And now, going into season two, I'm like, this is interesting timing, that's for sure, with social, like, what's going on in the world, but... Definitely. Yes. I'm pretty good at catching stuff like that, and even even season one, I'm like, no, this is complete fiction, and then... Yeah, and then, uh, guys, we were talking about this right before the show started. I'm like, oh, I studied Japanese in college, and I went to Japan, and so watching the show is really hard, because it's like, Japanese are kind of painted as the bad guys, but uh, they're not 100%. And I, that's actually something I love and hate about this show, because even some of the Nazis, I'm like, <laughs> should hate you, but I kind of like how the show sh- makes them, it's makes about them, them as people. But not it makes as, them human. Yes. And it also makes... And it happens a lot in society where you normalize a terrible thing. Yeah. Like, they did this very well, season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. Where they were close to the no, like the no-go like no zone, mm-hmm. and just ash started falling. Mm-hmm. And they, just some guy casually was like, yeah, burning them up today. Because yeah, it's like yeah. they were burning undesirables, and yep. that's the ash of those people. But, like, if enough people normalize a yeah. thing, it we all go. But I think that's the great thing with the shows. It kind of points out of, like... You can't just keep taking something for granted yeah. or let it become normal. Be like, no, you need to... Which, mm. that's what our heroes kind of do. They all notice things going, ahem, no, mm. this is not what it should be. Yeah. And it's... The device that this show uses and this book used yeah. is the films. Yes. Speaking of which... Which we don't really know what they are yet, right? Not really. They are somehow... I know... I think we can kind of determine the what, but not the how. They are somehow a glimpse into an alternate yes, reality. Yes, okay, good. There you go. Yes. They are somehow what, a glimpse into the, yeah, the alternate reality that we exist yeah. in or at the time of the book, which was 1965. The reader existed in then, which was an alternate reality, an alternate timeline where the Nazis didn't... Yeah. Where the Nazis and the Japanese didn't win the war, which is the timeline we know. Well, because it makes me think, like, sliders or something. Like, there's just mm. so many parallel dimensions and possibilities and now that we've seen mm-hmm. the castle and all the films yeah. I'm like all right maybe there's just so many options and then the other one is uh how uh the trade minister when he has his vision of yeah. another world I want to know how he gets that without watching the film cuz he meditated was transported to another Yee. place I don't remember his meditation just the No but his meditation had something to do with it cuz then yeah he has 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're we're left to believe the necklace has a lot to do with it, too. That, too. Um, But uh, he has the... He thinks of those names, and he goes to the library and gets those books and learns about things. But the books exist, so it's one of those, like, how do you not know about (laughs) it, and how is there no record publicly? But then in a private library, there's you're like, what? That... Hopefully it gets... I hope it does. I hope more gets revealed, but... Yes. To get on to season two, episode one, we start with Juliana Crane, who left... Who... Let him get away with the film. Love, Girl I think. Girl in love, right? Yeah. Kind of. But she's also with Frank. And yeah. It's, it's well, you know interestingly what? done. Joe is also with two women as well. Well, yeah. Kind of idea. So they both are playing the field. Or bit. each other. Well, no, They're both. They both love more than one person at the same time. But it's different. It's, di- it's a different time. And yeah. you, you can't normalize that either. Uh, well, Joe, it makes sense because it's like, uh, Joe and Julianne make sense because it's a solidarity thing. Yeah. The thing they go to together brings them together, and, mm-hmm. like, nobody else can understand that. Like, Frank will not be able to understand what she went through, so that's going to be an issue. But also, he, I, they're just definitely drifting, so. Well, <laughs> literally. He, he got on a yeah. boat and went away. Yeah. So, he gets on this boat. They oh, no, Frank and uh, Juliana are drifting. Oh, sorry, sorry. Frank and Juliana are drifting. Yes. <laughs> and, and Joe, too. And I'm Joe. literally on a boat. Joe is literally drifting yes. away on a boat with the film. Because if he doesn't come back to New York with the film, he's dead. Yes. Presumably. Yeah. And he this this grand escape on the boat was interesting. Yes. Did you think those guys were going to die on the boat? I thought they spent a lot... I thought they spent a little too much time on it for it yeah. to not and like... But I like how they did it where Joe yeah. was literally like, I'll kind of deal with these people, whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm getting the film. They mm-hmm. get to be like, I'm a humane person. Like, yeah. Joe's loyalty is with Juliana. Like, I don't think, yeah, I don't think his loyalty is actually with the Nazi party at all. I think he just. Not won- anymore. Yeah, no. I think he started, from what I recall. So I watched yeah. season one a while ago, but not terribly long ago, but I think he was with them at the beginning-ish. He was definitely not in 100%, but he was in yeah. enough, but being with Juliana, I think, made him go, hey, there might be another way of life, and so I think he drifted away. Again, drift. There we go. Uh, went <laughs> away from it, and... But yeah, the guys on the boat, I kind of was like, as soon as they did the exchange, I'm like, they're gonna die. It's a Nazi, though. Like, he's still a Nazi, and... But they did it in a way where he I liked didn't how they did them. the bomb, though. Because that was smart. Because I was like, are they going to, like, come and, like... I, no, but... I was curious how they were going to... It's gonna. It was going to go down, and I liked how it did in terms of, like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but I like that Joe was, like, WTF to Smith and was like, ahem, I thought we were going to make a deal. And he's like, well, they're just, you know, they're, they're illegal well, criminals. They're, they're criminals. Yeah, is criminals, what he, that's what it was, yeah. Criminals is what he said, but we also... We also need to point out, this is a really, really white world. Yes, and the, they're the all world of the brown. man, yeah, the man in the high mm-hmm. castles, the 1965 that yes. we're seeing, really, really white, yeah, really, really. So like, well, there's the super quick little line with um, what's the kid's name? That um, John, that's John Smith's kid, right? Open Fuhrer, Oppenheimer Fuhrer, no, 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 no. no, um, Joe Blake's Rita's son. Oh. Yes. Um, but he's reading the um, Huckleberry Finn, yeah. Tom Sawyer. Wait, Tom, it was Tom Sawyer, yeah, Huckleberry Tom, Finn, sorry. Yeah. And he mentions the thing about the black character, and yeah. they're like... And his mom was, had some kind of line, well, we don't need to read about those people. And I like how Joe kind of was like... Ah. He gave her a look like, mmm. So I think she, he, Joe is definitely not indoctrined in that mindset th- as much as mm. the way Rita is. No, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Joe is becoming more, like, aware mm. and not accepting, like, he doesn't have his blinders on anymore, so. Yay, go although, Joe. Although, the people I envy in this in in this whole world are the people who have their blinders on. Why? Because they don't, they can, ignorance is bliss. Like, if you grew up where this was normal, 
Envious is the wrong word, I guess. Actually, no, no, no. It's the kids who have it best because they don't know a time before. Because all the adults yeah. know how it was before. Mm-hmm. They suffered through the war, mm-hmm. and now they're like, oh, this sucks. Uh, well, depending on what side you're on. But yeah. it's only the children who really have, like, no concept. Which... They touched upon Smith's kid at the beginning, and then that's it for him for the episode. But they did. I think Episodes they did that one and two. I think they did that to show us a different version of indoctrination. Oh yes, absolutely. Mid sixties in America in a public school, there was a level of indoctrination where yeah. you there was a civics class. You would yeah. pledge allegiance to the flag. You would yeah. be very uber patriotic and American. Yeah, partially to. You have to up patriotism to fight what would then have been the Cold War. Oh, I'm pretty sure I did pledge of allegiance all the way through at least fifth grade. I can't I, remember in middle school. I think we might have done it. All through high school. Yeah. My senior year in high school. Sure high school. Yeah. My senior year in high school, I had to be there every morning to read the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh. That was a big job. That was... Oh, you were just like the kid. Aw. Aw. The, no, like, no, I know what you mean. No, but yeah, on yeah. the intercom for the whole school. Oh, wow. Yes. Don't mess that up. Uh, I, did it in <laughs> I did it with a southern accent once. Everyone thought it was hysterical. Oh, that'd be I did it funny. in Spanish once. It really confused people. That would be interesting. But only on like hol- on like half days or holidays oh, yeah, yeah. when the, like because if everyone's <laughs> there, it would be like people would notice Awkward. and care. Yeah. Um, no, I, I bring up Smith's son, which I'm blanking on his name. So sorry, guys, if we're not mm. remembering names. But um, and we don't want to Google it because yeah, we don't it's want. All out there I don't now. want spoilers yet because it's all been out. Uh, I, I just think it's interesting we had so little of him because at the end of season one, it was like he has a illness, he has a genetic disease, and his father might have to like put him Euthanize down him. essentially. Yeah. And I wanted, like, are we picking back up on that? Because he's the kid, the actor's grown older, mm. but there's no, he seems fine, so I wonder if they'll come back to that. Or if They that, have to be coming back to him. They have to. Like, because he knows yeah. something's going to, like, something's going to happen, and there has Smith to. is also going through his own crisis yes. within there, and then we, I love that scene with, I love that scene with, with both of them, where he was like, I want to resign. He's like, you don't get to resign. Oh, yeah, you don't, no, you don't have <laughs> In that face of like, I don't get to resign. You don't get. To, you yeah. really don't get to. Re- <laughs> Joe and I Smith. just did a great mm. job and had Hitler yell at me. Right. Yes. If I don't get to, if I don't get to resign, mm-hmm. and just hang out at my house, you really don't. Yes. So, do we think? Well, I, I like his uh, Smith's point that Hitler at this point is physically deteriorating and mentally. Yep. Because even he is like. Being commanded to go find the man in the high castle, I think Smith thinks that's like not as big of a thing. But since he's been ordered to yeah. by the Fuhrer, he's like, "Oh, I gotta do it." But I think him, that's how he believes that Hitler's uh, mentally deteriorated because of how he's like obsessed. Yeah, with it. Yeah, and also Hitler. A lot of t- uh, there's been a lot of s- studies. There have been a lot. There have been a lot of reports that Hitler was deteriorating at the end of the war in our mm-hmm. timeline. I thought I heard that. Like forty five, yeah. forty six. Like he had par- yeah. Parkinson's. They were giving mm. him. They were just. They were like just scooping him up with drugs. Actually, the reason D Day went down exactly how it went down, is that he slept till two p.m. and nobody wanted to wake up the Fuhrer. Don't quote me on the time, <laughs> but Hitler wow. was Hitler was sleeping. Yeah, Hitler was sleeping, and nobody disturbs. No, nobody. Yeah, you wake, don't disturb. The you don't fear. wake a sleeping Hitler. Wow. So actually, wait. Now that we're speaking of big people, let's we have to talk about the man in the high castle because now we actually see him played by Stephen Root. Oh, I loved it. It's love so him. good. I love. I he, obviously we all know him from Office Space as an actor, but he, I've seen him do a lot of very good dramatic roles on um, to name two the newsroom. Mm, okay. And then before that, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Like two two very meaty, long term television roles where he got to play a very serious person. Yeah, because it was one of those like I recognized him visually, but then it still took me a minute because he was so kind of different. And I liked that though because then I was impressed that he was not quite the same as I recall. But yeah, I I didn't I liked the, how they revealed mm. who he was because. Juliana were like, oh shit, she's gonna get shot and die, <laughs> and her life flashed before her eyes, oh my goodness. And then Noah's just a tranquilizer and yeah. she meets him and everything. And were, were you stunned by that at all? Pun intended. Stunned, trank, eh. I was. I, uh, well, because the life had flashed before her eyes, and the way, how they aimed the bullet, I felt, when they reveal later that it was kind of a tranquilizer, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a little more in here, but I felt the way they were shooting at her was like her head... Then I'm like, you don't shoot a tranquilizer. So I, I immediately thought, yeah, yeah, I was like, she's gonna die, and I'm 
I don't know. This that, is only season. This is strange. <laughs> well, this is only season two of a show that I'm like, they could kill a main character. But they have three main characters. They could yeah, definitely. They have a few that I'm like, it could. If be. we're starting the Man in the High Castle death pool, can I take Frank? Okay. Sorry. I, oh, I, I don't I'm just jumping I've, in first. I haven't done that before on a show. You got, you've done that on the shows like I've who's not, gonna die? I've not. But why haven't we? That's a really good idea <laughs> to have a death pool on a Be show. Like who's gonna die? And yeah. Uh, oh well. If of the three, I think. Psych. I was thinking a show I did. I'm like we should have done that because it's fun and funny how someone died. But mm. technically they came back. So. Well, you know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I loved it in the room with all the uh, medals. But the thing is, I. Uh, do we know what it means and what do you think it means uh, about the footage Juliana sees and he what was it they gave him a name though what was it I'm like oh I just heard it who'd they call him as man in the high castle he had a name um, didn't he I can't google it it's okay <laughs> well the guy the man the man and he asked her about the person who died in the footage who I actually thought that was um our trader from season one who was working with the trade minister. That guy. Mm. I thought it was him. And then it was like, oh, no, no, no. It turns out some guy your mom slept with. Uh, so that, that was, was a good reveal. Oh, that was interesting. But I want to know what that means that the man kept asking her, like, tell me more. We need to find this out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm like, what does that mean then? All I can assess from what, what we know, yeah. seeing episodes one and two, is Juliana mm-hmm. and her family... And Frank and everything, she is somehow, whatever's off and bridging these universes, whatever's bridging these universes, it somehow involves her and her family. Right, yeah. So if that guy is her sister's father and that sister joined the resistance and then she's in a film getting shot by Joe and Frank is in that film getting shot by Joe and then also her sister's biological fathers getting like there's significance to all of that yes that she is somehow a linchpin to everything yes she's much more important than she ever uh expected she was and i want to know and i think that's i want i'm curious how true you figured it out but then again it's one of those if you're absolutely nothing like a parent you might be like are they really but i guess quite maybe some children as kids were kind of like hey wait a minute uh Abinson Hawthorne is the name of the man in High Castle. Uh, Abin- yeah, I was like, it was a long name. It wasn't like just a Abinson. short name. That's a, I'll, I'll that is a mouthful that. of a name. Um, yeah, guys, if you are watching, chime in. I see a couple people are watching live. <laughs> um, what other things are... Yeah, so that, I want to know more about what that means, but I, I do agree. I think there's something very important about it, who, who Juliana is mm-hmm. and her and, connection and if she's the linchpin, I think anyone around her, including Frank, including yes. Joe, including her family, including yeah. her sister who's dead, including her sister's father, yes. has something to do with the how we still don't understand. Yes. But that would include, I'll call it a totem for lack of a better word, but that'll include the necklace that, that Frank made. Yeah. That the trade minister now has. Well, I don't quite say- know... Magic would be the word I'd use. That well, there's they did some say objects can be imbued with the person who made it. Yeah. So they were like, because when he made the uh, buffalo uh, necklace mm-hmm. thing, he was like, yeah, this was made by someone who has experienced a lot of sadness. Oh, I love that character. Yeah. I love the shop owner. Oh, he's, I, he's I was so getting, fun to watch. I was getting worried the shop owner was going to die, and I'm like, no. <gasps> I know, we do. Love him. Know. Love him. Keep him. And I, I just like how he's super, which... I guess I w- that would be a way to go, too, mm. is the Japanese taking over, and he super gets into Japanese culture, because yeah. he's like, well, if they're in charge, well, not be- to, Although the timeline is such, because it's 1965, so roughly speaking, they didn't really tell us, but roughly speaking, we're left to assume in their timeline, mm-hmm. they dropped the Heisenberg device, yeah. not an atomic bomb. They're calling it a Heisenberg device. They dropped yes. that on Washington, D.C. sometime after 45. Okay. Meaning that they would have won the war by 50. So if somebody's 30, or that shop owner's about 40, he would have been... Okay, that may, that checks out. Never mind. <laughs> but, I'm like, wait, where are you going? Like, just that it hasn't been that long for him that, to get into it? No, that it, it... He would have been 20. Give or take. He would have been 20 at the time of the actual war. Okay. Meaning once the war ended, 20 is a lot different than 40. 
to watch it to watch the world change behind around you. Yes, but it is one of those things of how we talked about people being ignorant in terms of you can either be a resistance, yeah, you can be neutral, or you can fully gung ho go into it yeah. because he's so into it that the. A uh, client of his that he meets with, like, insults him in the last episode. Yep. And he's like, you're so stupid that you're into this stuff and you're this white guy. And he's hurt by that. Because yeah. it's a culture that he's come to love and embrace, which, I mean, that's a way to go, too. And he owns this sh- shop and he's dealing with... Cl- like, he's into yeah. it. Like, he's constantly saying the words. He's doing the gestures. He's, like, 100%. Uh, which is a stark contrast to Frank, who's just like... Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> Okay, a thing I noticed and totally random, and you guys let me know if you notice and if it bugs you, because I'm like, mm. Mm. Okay, whenever they're speaking a full sentence in German, it's translated. When they're speaking a full sentence in Japanese, it's translated. There's a thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's... And generally, most of the German, I think, has always been translated. There's, like, a subtitle. Yeah. But when they say Japanese, they just say speaking Japanese. Oh, I watch it with the subtitles on. Oh. Um, when they speak Japanese, it just says speaking Japanese. And I'm like, they could have put what that word means. And I've... I've learned enough Japanese that I know a co- what some of the short phrases are. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why don't you just put what it means? Because if we are those characters, we should know what that means. Well, because the there's the raw file. Like, there's the raw file you give to Amazon. No, I that'll know. That'll have the subtitles on it. Yes, but they translate the German. They translate the Japanese. Uh-huh. Like, the show does. Oh, okay. Not the subtitles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And but you're saying that the subtitle that, like, file doesn't do it for you. No. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't. Staying on track. Okay. Within the context of the show, if a, someone speaks a whole sentence in German, the show itself translates it. Yes. Mm-hmm. If they speak a whole sentence in Japanese, it translates it. German, if it's a short phrase like "hello," "goodbye," "thanks," generally, I think they've translated it. But if it's Japanese, they don't. Oh. Okay. I see. What you're, that if, if it's we, a, if it's like yes. a colloquial phrase. Yes. Oh, that's and interesting. And it's weird they don't. And I mean, I know what they're saying. Like they're short ones, like wait. Um, good evening. Like this last episode, um, when Juliana Crane goes to the trade minister, she says good evening, but it didn't look that late to me. So then I thought it was weird. Mm. So that's what I mean of like little things. Uh, that's interesting. And it's really interesting they do that. And because it, I understand in a movie or a show, if I'm supposed to associate with a character that doesn't speak that language, absolutely don't subtitle it because I'm supposed to not know like them. Yeah. But most of the time we're with characters who should know. Mm. So I think it's an interesting choice they didn't do that. I don't know if it's a laziness or an active choice. It that doesn't strike me as a creator thing as much yeah. as a like I'm just curious, guys. Like I don't a, know. It's like a, a thing deli- that bugs me. A that deliverables like, thing. Wait a minute. A cap- the people who do the captioning did that. But they should I don't know. I know it's like one word like thank you like cuz cuz even the um Okay, within I know we're just analyzing this, well, video, but within the art, the art dealer, the that store shop owner, he when he overly thanks someone, it's very obvious in that situation he's saying thank you and stuff like that. But there's other situations where you're like, oh, you may it'll bring you a lot of you may. I looked it up. I'm like, what is you may? And it's like fame and uh, recognition mm. and like it wasn't quite honor, but it was recognition. I'm mm. like. Yes, I guess I can infer what that means, but it would have been interesting to, like, say what that was, but I don't know. That is interesting. Anyway. But I guess the idea would be, the idea would be on Pure Bones, how you do caption it, captions, yeah. is if they're saying it in another language and yeah. the, the context, because you, enough, yeah, yeah. The con- if the context isn't telling you, then you have to just leave it. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I I like language, yeah. and so I, that's why I was like, oh, interesting. And because with the Japanese-occupied area, essentially, they have very much blended, but I think with the German uh, side, the Nazi side, it's not as actually as, like, they don't have, like, random German words so much. They have German titles, mm. but not so much. But anyway. Yeah, so. Random tangent, guys. Thank you. Exciting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I was thinking, I, don't, I forget if it's in... When watching two episodes together, they blend. They do, uh, but that's fine because we yes, can just follow people through and through. Exactly. To we'll just talk about Juliana finding asylum. Yes. Which, oh man, getting across that line, I'm like, don't get shot in the back. Which I ah! say, I say this a lot when these things happen. The people mm. who make the trailers are not the same people who make the show. Mm. Her seeking asylum was in the trailer. That sucks that you knew that. Meaning, which one thing? If it was the first episode, like, oh, she seeks asylum. Then you're midway through the second episode and she hasn't sought asylum and the oh. walls are closing in on her. You're like, oh, I kind of, mm. kind of like, 
I kind of wish I could really enjoy mm-hmm. what she could or couldn't do. Of like, what yes. what can she do? Like I, because people like to get like obviously the audience likes to guess. Yeah, but well, it would be cool to be. It would be cool to even understand because they had laid that groundwork a couple times mm-hmm. that there was a there was an embassy very close. Yes, yes. Uh, I I didn't think that that was going to be her plan right away, but then again, when she asked her mother, "Does that man still work there mm. or within that?" But he works in New York. And then it is... She does know Joe, so it's an easy name drop. That was going to be my question. Of, is she going to drop Joe's name at all? Well, she did right when she landed. Well, literally <laughs> on her knees. Like, I know Joe. And, like, I love the shot of the line. She literally is like, I'm in the territory. I'm safe. But I don't know... Well, at the embassy. Yeah. She's still in... Well, technically, embassies work of, like, that is that No, soil. no, that's... Yeah, so... They but can... that neutral zone in between... Well, semi new Is it... A neutral it's a neutral zone. zone. Okay. It's it's a no man's land. It's a so I guess they can't shoot you in the back when you're crossing. Well, crossing through that neutral zone. Well, because she's crossing the Japanese line into the Berlin line, right? Oh, you mean so if she when went she, like right there? The Japanese are like halt, stop, and they have guns on her. But they if didn't she shoot her because she stepped foot onto the greater yeah, Nazi Reich. Yeah, but before Reich. she got there. Well, then they should have shot her. They should have shot her. I was like, they man, they're a, waiting a while. They made a lawful order. She ignored yeah. it. And then by the time they could act, Maybe she, she was in another country. They might have. Because I was thinking, I'm like, why haven't they shot her yet? And even the Nazi guys were kind of like, whoa, halt, hold up. Yeah. And then... But she made it yeah. She made it into the greater Nazi Reich. Yes. And um, immediately sought asylum. Will they, But they'll because of the name drop, they're going to give her asylum. Oh, yeah. But then what? What is... She, they would... Would, I don't know what her plan is next. It would be Nazi asylum. Like, they're not going to treat her right. No. But she's white, at least. <laughs> there is that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. I think she wouldn't have made it if she were any other This color. is true. Like, be like, oh, well. Well, I mean, she, um, was, she was a woman, and yes. women don't have it great in this world either. No, they're not exactly the best position. Uh, I was going to say, uh, the guys... Okay. Yeah, forgive me for not remembering for names, people. I know some people are like, oh my gosh, you don't remember the name? I'm like, okay, well, hold on. Because we only just met them. So, but Juliana, but rewinding. So, we have Juliana um, being taken away from the high castle and everything, and she's in the trunk. And what is up with the guy wanting to kill her? I know he's like, well, she's seen his face, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's Karen, right? The one in the back? I think it's Karen, because they said her name a few times. Resistance. Um, the resistance, yes. and then I don't remember the other gentleman's name, and then there's the one who's like, "No, we, she's no, she knows too much." Uh, I don't know. I, I man, I'd be pissed if I was the other guy, um, not the one yeah, who yeah. wanted to kill her, because Karen. The I'm like, I remember, do remember her name, but they said her name a few times. She only died because that guy proceeded with, "Let's not pull off on the road here. I'm gonna do, and we're gonna start a shooting shootout fight." Mm-hmm. It's all his fault that she died, and you're like, "That Completely. sucks. Totally Although sucks." It is. She went quick. I'm all about. I'm all about convenient writing, and it was very convenient <laughs> writing that she woke up just as he was about to announce his plan. Oh, to the rest uh, of the car. Well, I didn't because the argument would be. I we, didn't think she necessarily. I don't think Juliana necessarily heard him and was like, "Oh shit, I gotta get out." I heard his plan. I thought it was more like, "I need to get out," but I guess. No, I think they. Yeah, made I a, guess she did. They yeah. made a conscious effort for her to wake up as he was saying, "No, nah, I'm gonna kill her," because if she woke up and he yeah. didn't say that, that's true. She might have been. They, like, they've oh, been no. taking. They've been taking her all over town. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't have any reason to think. That's true. She wouldn't have had any reason to think that they were going. They were going to kill her like right then and there. Yeah, that's true. Um, she kind of like destroyed the resistance a little. Yeah, she put a di- big dent. But apparently, the resistance people are not all on the same page of how to proceed. Usually, because they do have different plans on how to do that. Uh, that's the prop. That's the problem when you live in a world where there's like next to no free thought. And then all the free thinkers get together. They, they Actually, usually... I, was gonna, I thought you were going to go with communication. And then I'm like, it's like Postman. And he has to connect everybody. <laughs> Throwback. That, yep. It's not as horrible. Okay, well, maybe it is. But I remember it fondly as a cheesy, futuristic movie. It's Waterworld on dry land. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the guy... I, I, They are so intent on getting rid of her, like following her. And I just felt they were making more problems. Gary, 
Gary, yes, because I said his name a million times, too. I just think Gary was making more problems for them than they really needed because it's like, okay, now you've killed a Japanese uh, officer and they've just gotten attention and now they have the bullets. And, like, if they're trying to keep the resistance on the down low and not as noticed, Gary's doing a really horrible job. <laughs> Be like, Gary, man, you're just, like, letting everybody know. Guess what? Well, like, so. <sighs> resistances anyway. are usually bumbling. Yeah, bumbling I, and poorly, poorly done. I haven't seen Rogue One, but I'd imagine, I know, right? We're all like, mm, I'd imagine I haven't it's seen like, it yet either. Yeah. I'd imagine it's like that. Yeah, it should be. It's a resistance. It's, yeah. a, it's you know, rebel There's scum. There's loose organization, of course. Yeah. Um. So there was that storyline. Do we like, want to? Yes. Do we want to talk about the trade minister? Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. I like. I do. I like where he fits into this grand scheme. Yes, because he. And I do like that this was a bit of an, what I thought was an Easter egg that came back was at the very end of season one, mm-hmm. when he goes back to our 1965, Yes, there was a news ticker that specifically mentioned Nelson Mandela and the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I remember reading that going like, wow, that's a really cool mm. Easter egg to put us exactly on what day he is. But maybe he didn't notice oh. that. However, but then he goes, he hey, look these up. Look up these yeah. people, which, yeah, there would definitely not be a Cuban Missile Crisis in no, this reality. And then Nelson Mandela, when they went, Africa to the, would have been Africa would have would be the Greater Nazi Reich, so it would have yeah. been. Well, at the library though, it was uh, Yates poetry. There's somebody mm. book by Yates, and then somebody else that was somebody he mentioned though. Mm. I thought when he requested so. I thought that was interesting them. Like, how did he know about something? And then it, it was at the library. Because then I'm like, ooh, how do those things coexist? Or that happened. Uh, did you take him closing up his uh, prediction sticks as a way to be like, nope, I'm done using them? I hope not. You like them? Well, he just had so much care, like, put them away and closed it. And was like, I'm well, I think, But them. I think part of it is the big plan that he's involved in. Yes. he's not. I don't think he's done. But yeah. I think he's also... Like, he was just in that boardroom that day where it's like, yeah. we're... Okay. Yes. That's what it was. Okay. That was the other thing that I'm like, mm, I want to know quite what his motives are. Because his big thing was to get the information, the Japanese, to the J- Japanese of, like, how to make that mm-hmm. it, They now have it, but now he kind of seems like, oh, that might not have been the best idea. Mm-hmm. Is he maybe more upset about it because now he's seen how the generals reacted to it? Yeah. I okay. think he... That was my thought, that maybe he was like, okay, maybe this will be a good idea, things will balance out, and then the general is totally, like, destroy everything. Well, because and so Japanese, like, oh. imperial Japanese culture, there's actually a great line in Pearl Harbor, hmm. which otherwise is a, I guess you could watch it, it's Criterion Collection, it's an R.I. Yeah. movie, but there was one where uh, the general who found a way to actually make Pearl Harbor happen, somebody told him, Somebody told him, like, wow, you're a, like, you're a genius mm. for figuring mm-hmm. out to put the wood things on the thing so you can oh. blow up all the other things. Yes. Technical terms. Of course. And, he's, and he said in Japanese, no, a genius would have found a way to avoid war. Ah. So that I think the trade minister wanted to, did this because he thought the nuclear deterrent would be a pawn in the power play yes. that is, that is the greater Nazi Reich. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then the Japanese, the Imperial Japanese states. Yes. And then that no man's zone, and then the the power struggle that's going to happen once Hitler dies. Yeah. Which everyone's presuming Hitler's going to die. Oh yeah, I think everybody's on that page. I think, but I think there's also something funny to be said about this is the same Hitler who, in our timeline, was really really sick. Mm-hmm. Right in like twenty years mm-hmm. prior to the Hitler we see now, that I think there might be something funny to like. Which I was no, just, Hitler is just going to defy yeah. logic. Also, if you really read about Hitler, Hitler actually did defy logic a lot of times. Oh, okay, but yeah. he was like if if you wrote a if you wrote a movie a biopic about Hitler, most people like to paint him as like a menacing evil mastermind. Like Downfall is the only movie I saw some of. Well, there are a couple, him. but they yes. all they all treat him as this evil mastermind okay. when. Really, that movie would read more like Forrest Gump. Like he's just some dude who keeps bumbling his way into more and more power. Uh, well, <laughs> I know <laughs> I would be <laughs> really. It would be a really dark comedy. And yes, no, no, I, yes, I, I'm writing it. No, I was gonna say that's a lot like other people right now. Yeah. Do you realize how much you said that? I'm like, oh, that sounds really <laughs> familiar. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Promise, guys, we won't get too political on the show. That's, but um, we get two every episode. Yeah, That's, we get a we, little bit. We're done. Okay. Uh, but then again, this show is—I mean, it has political commentary that it's interesting. They choose to make this show now, and then even when season two comes out, it's an interesting choice. Yeah. But uh, yes, trades minister, and then him doing the research at the library, and then yeah, I gotta go talk to Tokyo. You have to talk to Tokyo first, and then he's kind of like, "Oh, you think I'm gonna, you know, incite?" Yeah, I'm gonna uh, steal insurre- poetry. Insurrection, yeah. I think, or something like that. And the librarian's like, "I <laughs> come on." <laughs> it's no, like secret drug dealing. I like, love, mm-hmm. but I do love the autonomy that librarian has. Yeah, where it's just like, "Nope, you're good." He's like, "That's eh, all right. That's come fine. Here. I'm gonna secret lock lock <laughs> you in room and stuff like that." Um, and then yeah, how he goes to J- Juliana goes to him, sees the necklace, which that's interesting. That she's like, Boop. I wonder if he picked up that. I don't think he would go to presume it's hers. But he noticed she noticed it. He definitely noticed she noticed it. And then... And then we noticed that he noticed that she noticed it. Yes. I get jokes sometimes. I got I got yeah. jokes sometimes. One of those, like, eh, da 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 But then again, he didn't really help her. Did yeah. he? Could he? No, not really. I don't think he really knew how deep it, how in deep she really no. was. But even if he did, yeah. he could have done nothing for her. Probably not. Like, she could have asked. Like, she could have laid it all on the line. And yeah. he would have been like... Um, Girl, you should take off your heels and put on shoes so you can run to the embassy. She actually wears rather sensible clothes. She most does. Of the time. How tall? Do we know how tall she is in real life? I'm curious how tall she is, but just because I've, the way they've done her wardrobe. I've often, interviewed it's like, her. She's about here. Oh. Okay. And also on this channel, After Buzz TV, I have interviewed ah, that actress. Yay! So if, I'm six one. So if you want to guess at her height based on my height, you can do that. She looks very tall, and they always put her in like high water, like yeah. capris, and then like even the sleeves, which is uh, I like that style on her. It looks nice. Um, totally other random side tangent, guys. I do like that as she's doing her adventure stuff, she has her hair in a ponytail, which is functional and still looks nice because too many times action movies, superhero movies, girls have their hair down. I'm like, no, you cannot fight and you cannot run with that in your face. You, I'm like, you can't see stuff. Mm, see, like Tomb Raider had it right: French braid, ponytail, done. That's that's that sounds like a stunt performer telling, I mean, letting us in on some uh, stuff. And she's stuff. five and she's five seven. Oh, okay. Well, Alexa Devalos is five seven. Okay, well she's thin that I mean, or that makes or, look, or here. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, here. Uh, I have mixed feelings. How do you feel about um, the leader of the Campete? Campete. Campetai. Campetai. There we go. Mm. I'm like, oh, said that name all wrong. <laughs> I am like I feel bad for him actually sometimes because <laughs> he kind of like is just trying so hard to do his job, but uh, it just it, nothing goes his way. Not at all. I <laughs> so I almost feel bad for him. You're just like oh, because he's never actually like personally against anybody. It's mm-hmm. just one of those like he's like I'm doing my job, and I I I like the scene where he's at the hostess bar. Mm-hmm. And the I, uh, that actress for the hostess, I, ne- I recognize her, but I need to look up who she is because I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen her before. Um, I like her. Like, you need to talk to me because my job is to talk to you, and if people don't see us talking, I'm not doing a job, and I need my job. Which mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, no, but she had a really great line too, where it's sad that if he's not very present, because then he's not really experiencing life. That w- that's kind of the whole. That kind of plays into a multiverse theory yeah. to begin with. Mm-hmm. That if, like, well, if you're not present, you're not here. And if you're not here, then you're over yeah. there. And then you can... There's a certain quantum physics mm. math behind that statement. That Do you think that's a reason they put that in there, too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think there's I something... I thought of it that way, but But yeah. there's something deep to... Well, that's the train minister's meditation. Yeah, he is mentally somewhere else, and he essentially traveled. Somewhere and a well-told else. story will never t- will never really tell us the how. No, they'll just keep giving us more why. Yeah, and just yeah. the how they can travel through time, and if it's alternate time, is there two? Are there two ultimate timelines? Is it a, a multiverse theory? Can right everybody now, go back? More... Actually, that's a good question. Because he said, uh, "The man in the high castle said." Yeah. That these are all the possibilities. I felt like there's a lot. So that, yeah. technically speaking, he's talking about a multiverse. Yeah. He's talking about the idea that any decision any one person ever makes creates a completely different universe. Therefore, there are infinite yes. universes. You and I just happen to live in the one. Yeah. Where and we're then here that's now. why they're trying to prevent certain things from happening, because then that creates a new ripple, and then like how they can proceed from there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, back to the leader, uh, Kempete. There we go. Better? Kempetai? Tai. I'm pretty sure I, it's Kempetai. Kempetai. Um, that's the other thing, too. Sometimes in the show, people... I always... That's always weird when it's a show where certain characters say names or things different, and you're like, wait a minute, which one am I supposed to watch? Well, it's also... Say. Speaking of someone with a German last name, ah. my last name in German... In German would be pronounced ah. Kaufman. Ah. But I'm... But my last name with me has been in America like five generations, ah, okay. so it Told gets no. pronounced. So phonetics sometimes change mm, geographically true. with, Good point. and not just accents, but yeah. just I'm Kaufman. My grandfather was my grandfather said Kaufman. We're all Kaufman. Ah, there you go. Uh, with the yakuza being part of it as well, and then that whole thing of getting uh, Frank's friend James. Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh-huh. I was like, wait. Yes. Getting him yes, out of jail. Know. Oh, okay. I think it was. It was probably. I'm pretty sure eh. it was James. Man, I'm gonna write them down next time, guys. I promise. Uh, yeah, getting him out of jail and using the. I thought that was excellent planning on Frank and like I know, guys, we're going a little roundabout and mm-hmm. stuff, but that's okay. Uh, he is like Ed. Ed you were close. Ed. Yep. Oh. Nope. Uh, yeah, the whole roundabout <laughs> of like I. I'm curious. Do you? I just felt that was very intuitive of Frank to know that the lawyer was a lawyer for the Yakuza because the forgery. Because mm. remember, he does the whole, like, it's a fake, I made it. Um, the scene was really interesting for me. Because oh, so I like I like Frank, who now the majority of the se- the series... I like active, proactive Frank. Yeah, but the, the pro... It took... It took a lot to get to proactive mm-hmm. Frank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, literally people had to die. Yes. Because Juliana finally... was much more proactive, faster. Yeah, whereas it took but a lot for him. right away. Yeah. Okay, but yes. But she was always a bit of a free thinker, whereas yes. he literally, people needed to go to no, the gas chamber. Head, head, head down. Yeah, head down, just keep going, keep going, yes. keep going. Actually, you know what? Screw the Empire. Yeah. Screw the Empire, I'm going to shoot the crown. I'm going to shoot the crown prince. I'm going to yeah. join the resistance. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in now, and I, li- I like... But he uh, he doesn't suffer fools. He doesn't play no. games. To the point, get it done. Where he just shows up like you, you can, you show me your customer list. Yeah. We'll go to this one lawyer. I'll tell him that I sold him a fi- that you sold him a fake, and he'll get me in with the yakuza, and we'll figure it out. Like, do you think he knew it was the yakuza right away? Though I felt he got the lawyer thinking like that lawyer could be as a lawyer get his friend out, and then it, I think it was the line when the well, lawyer there, s- there were yakuza outside. There were Yakuza outside the house. So they walked uh, by two Yakuza to knock on the door. So that's how they knew immediately. They knew at the door that... Uh, I totally didn't realize that. But it's like, that. oh, a high-powered lawyer, let's go to his house. Oh, we're at his house, there's Yakuza here. I thought it was more his line, like, my clients are confidential. That's where I was like, mm, well, that maybe too. it was the one plus one and we got it. And they're like, ah, yes, okay. But yeah, they I... They worked it out in the room. That was a really good bargaining chip of like, yeah, I can help you make anything... But I need my assistant. I'm like, oh, that uh-huh. was good play. So good. And that, least I like how the Yakuza is like, <clears throat> so yeah, we need that guy back. And uh, yeah, so make it up. You you lie about the evidence all the time. And then how convenient they had a body. That is really, uh, it's str- like, the way the Kempatai is actually working yes. with the Yakuza mm-hmm. on like the most prolific crime Probably of most like. Now I feel horrible for forgetting. Did the crown prince die, or he was just shot? I think he was just shot at. Okay, I, I don't, don't think he died. Someone will tell us if we're wrong. Yes. Sorry, guys. That was one of those ones I was watching. I'm like, I know he like. I totally remember he got shot, but I couldn't remember mm-hmm. the verdict of if he's died or if it was like one of those. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that we're asking means that they they didn't follow the crown prince of That's true. this made-up like, Japan. It was like, no, we're more worried about how Frank deals with it, how, yes. how Ed deals well, with knowing, and how, how and Ed's parents yell yes. at Frank, and like yeah. the well-written characters. It's like, show that you and I are both like, did he actually die? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he died and got murdered. I think they used the term murder a couple uh, times. Oh, okay, then, yeah, because also the trade minister wanted to call only the crown princess. Yes. And talk to her. Which yeah, they had so a relationship died. anyways. Damn. I'm <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't think we missed anything. I think we're... As well as anything else, I guess. No, I think we... we... Or any other, like, things you noticed in the episode that, episodes that you were like, oh, yeah, that. Um, 
think those are all the big things that stood I think out to these, me. I feel like these two episodes acted more as... Like, let's tie up all the loose ends we had at the beginning of se- season one. That, like, yeah. These two episodes really built the sandbox that is season two. Yeah. Which is interesting to say, because at the end of season one, a person traveled to another timeline. Mm-hmm. And then came back, and he didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So, like, we will likely never get the how. So is this turning into a science fiction show? More, I mean, okay, essentially being dystopian in a way it's kind of science fiction well dystopian for some people well it's already uh, it's already it's not hi- post well it is almost post it's already historical fiction yeah but, but then is it going into science fiction if we're having the dimension changing stuff I don't think they're gonna. I don't think no, they're gonna probably prop, not go that far. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna prop themselves up yeah, like that. No. I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be pretty straight up. Yeah. That, and I think the distinction would get very blurry depending yes. on how this season goes. But in my mind, it's gonna ma- remain historical fiction. Yeah. It's gonna remain historical fiction unless they tell us the how. Yes. The second you get into the how, you're science fiction. Yes. Of like, well, we have crystals. Well, and I think already since they've made it a alternate universe, it's not historical fiction. Minus historically influenced fiction. No, it's a story. If you change one thing in a timeline, and then like Hitler's there, like yeah. world leaders are there, they mention. Oh, I guess it's historical. It's historical fiction in that, fiction in that okay, way. Okay. It's historical fiction in that way where I you get to tell guess. a what if story. I still feel it's a little loose, but maybe. No, but yeah. <laughs> a, gr- a great creator will create the thing, and yes. then the people who talk about it will just talk about it. That's true. Like I don't know what genre it is, and he's like, "I'm gonna go make a, I'm gonna go make a show now." Yeah. <coughs> so I guess now it's prediction e time. Yes. I feel we can do prediction. And now after Buzz TV. I know I'm so excited. I'm like, oh. What do you got for us? Yeah, sorry, I was looking. I was like, oh, I had that. Up. Oh no, another thing. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh man. Well, I think Juliana is definitely gonna find her. Um, I guess he. Well, he. I was. Like, what would be the direct relation? Because it's your sister's father. Because you have the same mom. But yeah, I guess she's gonna. I, I wonder if she'll find him in this next episode or not. Um, that seems likely. Yes, because I feel they're gonna. Sp- that has to be sped up because she's gonna say she already dropped Joe's name, and then they also might be like, "Well, why are you here?" Boom, say that name. I need to find him. Yeah. So hopefully they'll find him quickly or resolve if he's alive or not. Uh, then, uh, mm, mm, I hope we see more of the Man in High Castle <coughs> and get more of that and realize that there's more films. Because at first I only thought there was like ten. Like a handful? Well, but then we saw Hitler... We saw Hitler's films. Hitler had a lot of films. Yeah. So that we so, know there's a lot. Now we see the High Castle There's like, two gobs. So there's many so films. many. So I was like, oh, okay, so I hope we get more of those. And I want more <coughs> characters to see them. Yeah. Because I like how Juliana points out to people, like, you guys never watched them. You guys don't know what's on these. Yeah. So I want more people to see them. Um, it's amazing It's amazing. the man in the high castle can get such loyalty from the resistance without showing them. Yes, exactly. Because if it were me, that would be the one thing. Like, if it were me, like, I, I would... I need to see it, yeah. Like, I just don't believe you. I or need like, to see it. Or, or, like, he, or he has another way to prove it. Yeah, or like Juliana, like, even though this is secretive, I'm going to watch it anyways. Yeah. If I'm going to die for it, I, I would... So yeah, that's how I'd be like, if I'm going to die for this thing, I need to know what's on it. Um, I realize I'm also... I, I also like to do predictions where it's like, this is what I'd like to happen. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's it for a moment. Okay, I I'm think like, I think Juliana's going to wind up in New York with Joe and Oppen Oppenfuhrer Smith. Oppenfuhrer Smith. I think there's Oppen something in them. Fuhrer. I thought it's a lot. Oh, Oppengruber Oppengruber Fuhrer Smith. John Smith is his name. She's going to wind up there because he was just asked by Hitler to get the man in the high castle. Ordered by Hitler to get the man in the high castle, and she's met him. Yes. And then also, she's met him and she Smith can't be, yeah. Has dangled Juliana Crane for Joe a lot. Yeah. So if she actually is there. She's there. She's essentially yes. a captive. Yep. Regard, like seeking asylum, Ish. but she's essentially yes. a captive of the Nazi Reich. He's yep. going to use her. Mm-hmm. He's going to use her to string him along, to yep. string Joe back into everything. Yes. Um, yeah, multi- multiverse. Yeah. Multiverse, we're never going to know the how. That's. 
I also want to see a little bit more. I we've only seen a little bit, but the thing I liked in this episode that I forgot to mention. Um, I like actually Smith and his wife's relationship. Yes, and like what they do because I feel even though they're so in the Reich, uh, I feel they might actually do something radical in a way because they've noticed when things are off. So perhaps they're in the right as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Ha ha. Um, I realized as soon as I said Reich, I'm like that actually sounds like. And, but <laughs> yeah. They, it's interesting because him and his wife seem very almost equal level compared to like other characters mm-hmm. where they're definitely like, oh no, you're not the same level as me. And um, I, I, okay, there's a far-fetched prediction that something will happen with them. Like they will break away. Maybe when the sun's issues come back, yeah, they will essentially have to break away from what they know because she, oh, yeah, they have to because uh, she had the thing of like, I couldn't kill my children if, like, we were being taken over kind of thing. So if she finds out, like, her son would have to die. Though she had a line mm-hmm. before when they mentioned his, his, not his illness, but someone's illness, where she kind of was like, oh, well, they should die anyways. But I think it's one of those, if it's your child, she might be like, ooh, yep. back up, hold on. Because that's what he did. Smith was the same way. He's like, eh, oh, it's, oh, it's my kid? Yeah, mm. completely different if it's your kid. You're like, oh, yeah, that was a 180. I think that's about it on my predictions. Yep. Um. So, if the people want yeah. to tweet at you yes. about these two episodes, <laughs> yeah, where no can they find spoilers? Please, where guys. can they find you on Twitter? Yes, uh, guys. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And please, yeah, tweet, but keep it only within episode one and two. Leave comments below on one and two because we do read these and we want to know what your thoughts and predictions. If you've semi-restrained yourself <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively I am at Steve Kaufman that is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N those of you who are into wrestling um. speaking of spoilers wrestling <laughs> is happening right now and at 9pm Pacific time where we are I will be covering WWE Roadblock end of the line yes mm. 2016 was the year where there were two different events called Roadblock that happened I'll be covering that and I tweet about all my other shows fairly regularly nice thank you cool. and good night. bye guys From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.